Welcome to a special edition of the Cords and Courts podcast. It is Luis Bronder and I back to talk some NFL. The playoffs are coming up this weekend, but of course, we wanted to focus in on one game. Our two teams are going head to head. It is the Cardinals against the Rams. The Rams blew it. They had the chance to beat the Niners, keep them out of the playoffs, had the game. They were up 17 to nothing. Sean McVay celebrates like an idiot in the end zone and everything comes unraveling down for the Rams. Stafford pulls a Stafford, throws a couple interceptions, and all of a sudden now, instead of the two seed and avoiding Lambeau and avoiding Aaron Rodgers and getting the Taysom Hill-led Saints and Trevor Simeon in an easy win in the first round, we get the Cardinals. They split the season series in the beginning, and uh, Luis and I are just going to do a quick little preview. We're going to give you five reasons why Luis thinks the Cardinals, his Cardinals are going to win, and I'm going to give you five reasons why I think the Rams are going to win. So, Luis... How did you feel about the uh, Cardinal season in general? And then we'll get started with you, number five. Sean, first of all, excited to be back talking football with you. Um, and yeah, Cardinals also blew it in the last week, got bullied <laughs> at home by, this, by the Seahawks. Damn, uh, could have taken the, the divisional victory, uh, could have clinched NFC West, uh, what would be a huge, huge achievement in such a strong division. Um, but they didn't do it. They didn't. Got it done at home. Um, so finishing the season eleven and six. I mean, okay, you started eight and one. Um, could have gone better, of course, but but we're in the playoffs now. That's all that matters. Uh, the most important most important week is always the week ahead. Going one and zero every every game you go in. Um, okay, so coach, coach, speak over excited. there. Excited. One and zero every <laughs> excited. day. Yeah. That's all right, how so it let's goes. let's get right to it. Give me your number five reason. Why the Cardinals are going to win this game on Monday? Yeah, Sean, let's go. My first reason: uh, the Cardinals' road record this season is eight and one, while the really? Rams' home record. Yeah, that's 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 outstanding. They are really shitty at home. They won the, <laughs> yeah, uh, what the heck? they won the they won the three first home games and lost everything since. So they went three and six, I think, at home on the season. <laughs> so bad. Um, but you also have to say that the Rams' home record is also just uh, five and three um, over the season. And yeah. the most important thing, Cardinals won every game this season. They played at SoFi. Okay, it, it was just one against the Rams. I was going to say, I don't remember them playing the Chargers. <laughs> no, they didn't play the Chargers, but 100% um, win percentage at SoFi this, this season. So I'm pretty optimistic about that. Well, I didn't even realize that they were that bad at home. And of course, yeah, the Rams home record, you saw it. And even Sean McVay admitted that it like threw them off, which, okay, even if it does throw you off, don't admit that in the press conference that the massive sea of red and Niners fans uh, kind of caught them off guard. Cardinals fans aren't, you know, the most like large, I would say like just population wise is the largest fan base. Obviously they're widespread. They have fans out in Germany. But it's not yeah. a huge L.A. crowd. You know, a lot more Californians have moved to the Phoenix, Glendale, Arizona area more so than the other way around. So I'd be a little bit nervous of that. But I think crowd-wise, it should be the same. But the road warrior mentality, that 8-1 and one stat, makes me a little bit nervous. All right, so already I have my stats. I have my reasons. You have yours. You started off with your fifth easiest, and I'm already a little bit shook and nervous about this game. 
So I'll hit you with my number five. My number five is if you look at pro football focuses uh, rankings, the Rams are number one in pass rush. By far the number one team. The Cardinals are only number nine. I think uh, Kyler Murray is obviously really, really mobile, but I think the Rams kind of ability to rush the passer, Von Miller getting after it. Obviously Aaron Donald's going to garner much of attention in the middle as he usually does. The way this Rams team has won some of these close games has always almost been, you know, Stafford puts them in a bad situation and then the defense wins it, not because they make some play. It's always a sack. It's always, you know, Miller getting in there. Gaines has had a huge year. Donald gets in there. Or Donald causes a disruption that somebody else kind of reaps the benefits from. So I'm going with that pass rush, number one in pro football focus. That's going to be the key to this game and a reason why I think the Rams pull it off. Yeah, obviously the pass rush is outstanding for the Rams and That's the thing that really the Cardinals should be really worried about because in the last game against the Seahawks, they I think for the first time in the season, they had had their front five O-line men together and every, everybody was like, man, they're going to protect Kyler good. They make the running game work, but it actually was uh, it, it actually was not that good of a performance uh, from the O-line, um, even with their five starters. So they really need to get that together um, to to stop Aaron Donald, Paul Miller. That's that's going to be a huge key, as you as you already said in that game. Uh, so I hope uh, I hope they they have a good day. Those five in the O line. Yeah, well, you hope so. I don't hope so. I hope they have a terrible <laughs> day and they struggle the entire time. Kind of like how uh, the other LA team. Storm Norton, everyone's just struggling to stop that Raiders pass rush. That's what the kind of game I'm hoping for, a dog-it-out battle till the end, and that O-line is dead, and the pass rush gets home. So give me your number four. What you got? Number four reason the Cardinals are going to win on Monday night. My next one. So obviously, as we all know, the, the Rams may have a bigger playoff experience in the whole roster. Um, for example, Matthew Stafford, he, he got to the playoffs three times with the Lions. And his playoff record is 0-3. This guy never won a playoff game. So, on the other side, Kyler Murray never lost an NFL playoff game. Okay. okay. <laughs> obviously, obviously, he hasn't been to one yet, but he doesn't know how it feels to lose those games. He goes in there with a winning mentality. And that's a big advantage over Matthew Stafford, who already lost three of those first okay, round. Okay, I, I mean, that's just a cherry pick. If you want to just, I thought this was going to be your number one reason, honestly. I didn't think it was going to come in at number four. Not so much the Kyler Murray, you know, hasn't been there yet, so he's not going to be scared and all of the little cherry picked, you know, undefeated in the playoff stuff, like you see with some of these colleges that have never had a football team and they say undefeated since whatever year the school started. But your number one reason I thought was going to be just, all you had to say is Matthew Stafford. He's done it time and time again. This man just keeps throwing interceptions. And I know I'm making your case for you at number four, but this is the number one reason that I'm so nervous for this game because all you had to say is just Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford going to Matthew Stafford, and he's going to Stafford it up, and it's going to be great or bad, and then he's going to throw a crazy pick, and it's going to be, oh, if it doesn't get returned for a pick six, which he leads the league in pick sixes, if that doesn't happen, then it's going to be up to the defense, like I said earlier, to make a to make a stand. So. Yes, I think your reason should just be Matthew Stafford. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, it was too obvious for me to bring <laughs> up those uh, interceptions. But you also have to say, and that is something I'm really worried about, the secondary of the Cardinals got really banged up in the last weeks. Um, of course, there is that 
number one corner Byron Murphy. You got the you got the safety Buddha Baker, who was always always around everywhere on the field. Uh, but then it gets really it gets really thin um, because the the rookie Marco Wilson, second round pick, really put up a really solid rookie season. Uh, injured, don't know if he is going to play. Um, and so you're really lacking a second uh, solid solid corner. So should be a, should be a good sign for Matthew to just 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 throw that thing and hope for the best. Yeah, and this was going to be that leads right into my my number four uh, reason why the Rams are going to win. I was going to put it a little bit higher, but since you mentioned that secondary, that's my number four reason is the Cardinals back end that Cardinals secondary against the Rams passing attack. I think that's the biggest mismatch of this uh, matchup. And my reason number four that the Rams are going to win is they're going to take advantage of that weak secondary. Now, I will admit they are fifth in pass defense DVOA, but if you look at some of the pro uh, football focus advanced analytics, the Cardinals are 17th middle tier in pass coverage. That Rams passing attack is, you know, awesome, despite the few times where Stafford throws it to the wrong color jersey. It's his fault. It's not because, you know, that passing game is weak, even with the loss of Robert Woods. They have everyone back. Odell's fit in nicely. He's been a kind of go-to on a when you need him making incredible catches, even if he doesn't have the stats to kind of take advantage of it. But that's going to be a matchup nightmare when he's, you know, your second wide receiver going to. Uh, Jefferson came back in that game after getting rocked a little bit. He's looked pretty good. Skoranek has been, you know, at least an option. And then Higby as a tight end, I think, is going to be a pretty good matchup against those linebackers. You can put him in a lot of spaces where, especially near the goal line, that back end of the Cardinals, like you said, is a little bit banged up, not the best in pass coverage. So that's my number four reason why the Rams are going to win. They're going to take advantage of Arizona secondary. Yeah, obviously, we don't have to talk about that really, really, really outstanding passing game by the uh, by the Rams with those, with those receivers down the field. Um, but I think the key to that is just to bring up the pressure on Matthew um, the, the D-line has to work. You, got, you need to get your, your pass rushers in. A really, a really important point is the chances are good that J.J. Watt is coming back for the game. He's already in practice. He said if he feels good, if he thinks that, um, if he feels like that he, that he don't limit the defense, that he can, really can put something to it, um, he's going to play. And yeah, he'll be good is, for, what, half a sack? As he always does his, his quota the past few years. <laughs> But yeah, just joke. But uh, you also have to have to mention that uh, leadership that's coming on the field with, with JJ. You saw that in the first half of the season where the Cardinals played just good on defense, and that's mostly because you have leaders on the field like JJ Watt, and to bring him back on the field in that in that uh, defense, if it's just maybe for the for the, for some for some snaps in the game, but it's a it's a huge point to have him out there. Um, yeah, yeah, Captain really... America, blah blah blah. JJ Watt intangibles. Yeah. We'll see if he's even healthy enough to to make a difference. All right, let's let's get your yeah, number. Let's see your number three reason why the Cardinals are going to beat my Rams on the playoff game on Monday. So my next reason is um, let's go a little bit in NFL history. My next reason is over the last eight seasons there have only been six matchups between divisional opponents in the playoffs. Um, in the wildcard round, obviously, and the lower city teams in those matchups are five and one. So, if that's not a case, I don't know. We got we, how, how many uh, years the ago history, does that go back? Uh, eight years, the last eight seasons. Oh wow! 
So if that doesn't speak for the Cardinals, I don't know. Uh, we clearly got that lower seat advantage uh, <laughs> of the five and one record. So let's just go in there, take that feeling and and win that thing. True. I mean, they did end up with the... Uh, definitely looked better, especially in the first half of the season against the division. I mean, these two teams split, so you can't really say, you know, it's hard to beat a team twice. One of these teams is going to beat the team twice. They both won on each other's home to, yeah. turf. So, yeah, I, it is a little tricky when, but like you said, it's division matchups and going back eight years. That means all of those matchups were a third time playing too. So it'd be interesting to see how, how many of those came from like one team was two and oh and lost the third one or one team, you know, went three, you know, whatever. So yeah, that, that is less, it's higher than I would have expected. I wouldn't have thought that the lower seed always wins, but that kind of speaks to, you know, home field advantage, especially with some of these teams isn't all it's made out to be. All right. Decent reason. I'll give it to you. My number three reason is that Sean McVay is nine and one against the Arizona Cardinals. Now I know I can't say he's undefeated anymore. They finally got one from earlier this season, but Sean McVay owns this team. He sees red on the other side of the sidelines. He sees those white helmets. He knows how to scheme against them. Cliff Kingsbury can drop all he wants, but for some reason, Sean McVay always has a game plan for them. He's got the intangible sides. Like you've talked about kind of with the quarterback battle, Sean McVay has the advantage in that instance. Also, too, just looking at – they kind of look a little bit similar. Both have been called, you know, some of the hot, younger coaches, better-looking dudes. As Cliff Kingsbury's been in the league, he gets less and less attractive. Sean McVay, despite, you know, the the egg on his face in the Super Bowl, he's still got the clean beard. His Fohawk's a little 2010s, but we'll give it to him. He's still better-looking than Cliff Kingsbury. I know Kingsbury's got the nice house, but I'm sure McVay's got a sick house out in – Somewhere in the, the Palisades trip. in, in yeah, Malibu yeah. or somewhere. McVay, it isn't as know, good as both, the Kingsbury trip. Both attractive girlfriends. If he's still dating that Ukrainian girl, Sean McVay, Sean McVay, hotter than Cliff Kingsbury, owns him. He lives, lives rent-free in his mind. 9-1 record against the Cardinals. That's my reason number three. Yeah, man, but that's, that brings up that underdog mentality, like going to LA, going to beat them in their own home embarrass them in front of the national TV crowd. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, of course, I can't really argue against that, uh, against that record that the Rams have over the Cardinals. Um, I don't feel good about it, but um, change have to start somewhere. And why not on Monday? Because I don't want it to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right, what's your number? Uh, or number two, right? Your number two reason that the Cardinals are going to beat the Rams. Yeah, let's go. Um, I'm going back to to Matthew, the good old Matthew Stafford. Um, I just read an article that this guy is just 7 and 63 in his whole career against teams with 10 plus wins, inclusive uh, the playoffs. So this guy can't be very good. I mean, I mean, obviously, uh, we don't have to argue about he was with the Lions and the Lions usually don't beat 10 plus win, win teams, but Stafford also. So um, he, he don't really look good against those those good football teams. Um, let's see. Let's see if that changes on Monday, but I don't think so. I'm trying to find like the exact stat, but I can't seem to... That's a good reason because, like I, we talked about earlier, all of the intangible stuff you want to talk about Matthew Stafford, none of it's 
None of it's really good. You talk about like <laughs> when you talk about Matthew Stafford, what you think of, you always think of him, you know, kind of coming back from deficits because he put them in the hole down 14. He, you know, back in uh, Detroit, he used to be the the backdoor cover king. Always ended up, you know, with an onside kick attempt, and they'd lose by one score after being down three entering the fourth quarter. But it was always because he put them there, and like you said. When they play good teams, that's been the struggle, especially with this Rams team, you know, minus a couple instances like that one game against the Cardinals where they showed up and a couple other times when they play the good teams, it's usually either always close or he does something and it falls apart. So, yeah, that's a good reason. Um, My number two reason is that Kyler Murray is short. Now, I'm trying to find the exact stat. Uh, Obviously, Tom Brady led the league in um, most pass attempts that were knocked down, I think, if I'm reading this correctly. But basically, I feel like, especially lately, Kyler Murray is amazing. He has amazing talent. His arm talent is ridiculous. Accuracy is insane. Obviously, nobody runs in the same way that Kyler Murray runs. But there are so many plays where each ball just gets knocked down right back in his face. I know that Kingsbury offense, there's a lot of screens. There's a lot of um, plays that are delayed, you know, kind of like fake one way, and then you're waiting. And it's something like a little screen or like the tight ends in a unique place. Screen outside, getting guys in space where the play kind of starts sideways. And I think the Rams are going to do a great job with that length on the, on the side, especially, you know, the linebackers coming down, guys like Von Miller, um, you know, Floyd and everybody. They have that ability to, if they don't get home, to knock some passes down. Some smart defensive linemen who, if they can't beat the pass rush, will play off, knock the passes down. And I think that's just something I have a recurring like image of watching Kyler Murray, especially later in the season. There's just so many plays where the, no, I mean, it's not a pick, so it's not a turnover. It's not a terrible play, but the ball just ends up in the dirt because Kyler Murray threw it into some defensive lineman's hands and it gets swatted yeah. down. So batted passes, key stat, man, on batted passes and Kyler Murray being short, <laughs> man, that whole Kyler Murray's too short thing is too old, man. <laughs> You can't bring that up. I just I can't give you the exact numbers, but I just read that on 30 plus uh, throws, Kyler Murray is number one at uh, 30 plus throw um, percentage. So he made the most successful 30 plus throws, um, which speaks, I think, for his throwing game. I mean, obvious, it's not that hard if you if you if you come through to to block a ball from Kyler because yeah, okay, he is short, but uh, when the ball goes out in the air it's, it's yeah, usually it's amazing. A, a very good one so but it's all the short so. plays it's all the short plays yeah. where it's like you know that third and three kingsbury doesn't love to go downfield it's all the little dinks and dunks which are so key to that offense those are the plays where you know but Murray the key, looks kind yeah, of like human but the key as you mentioned is to to really put in those screenplays those delayed throws um which they really improved to last year I I am I remember me sitting uh, in front of the television last year watching those screenplays when nobody was blocking for the receiver or the running back to catch the ball, and all those screenplays went back for five yards, and I was <laughs> I, I was going furious in front of my television because it didn't work at all. But this season they really improved there. Um, got got the blocking done with the tight ends, um, and that's really a good key to to solve this problem as you already mentioned. All right, hit me with your number one reason why your Cardinals are going to defeat my Rams and advance in the playoffs. Sean, I'm going to give it to you straight. You shot against my head coach. Listen, 
Cliff Kingsbury knows how to win the big games. As we oh, sorry, all what? know, as we all know, Sean McVay won nothing as a head coach, nothing since becoming head coach. I think he uh, made it I to think, a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah, he he lost it. I think uh, the at least he made it. The Rams won, never made it. The, fa- the things were his first at uh, Rams were his first head coaching job. I think so. Clint Kingsbury, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, he won the Holiday Ball with the Red <laughs> Raiders in 2013 against against Arizona State. I think so. This man got his ring with with Texas Tech. He won that thing. He knows. How to win it? He knows how to win those games. Don't ever come after Cliff Kingsbury. Holiday Bowl champ. Uh, Luis, Holiday I know you Bowl. guys don't have college sports over there, but let me. There's like tiers uh, of the bowl games, and I'm gonna say like Holiday yeah. Bowl used to be like a tier two bowl, but it's fun. It's like tier three. That's like you know, if you won like the, not even like the DFB Pokal, where where you're from. It's like. The next cup, like when, you know, they come up with all these super cups. Like if you're talking English okay. Premier League, it's like Carabao yeah. Cup level, level trophy. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Sean. I didn't, as I read uh, that he won that thing, I didn't know what the Hollywood Day Ball was. I, I have to I have to do some research <laughs> to get it clear. But he won it no matter Champion. what. You can't take it. that away from him. Yeah, you can take that ring away from him. And as we know, Sean McWay or... or the only thing he rings. managed to do, he managed to do was losing a Super Bowl. So rings plus I minus in the box score, <laughs> plus one yeah. with Kingsbury. Yeah, and it's going to be plus two after the season. So um, they got to so win this game first. That's that's the point I want to make here. All right. Well, I think you already know what's coming for my number one reason. It's two words: Cooper Cup, the greatest man in the history of the league if the history is 2021 145 catches almost 2000 yards 1947 yards 16 touchdowns at least five catches in every game this season five games with at least 10 receptions the man is clutch even when you know the play is going to him he still ends up making a ridiculous grab it's in the end zone he doesn't even celebrate he's so nonchalant about it he's like oh yeah i'm here in the end zone again oh yeah third down and long i'm gonna break this tackle first down this drive's still going. Stafford loves him, and it's just a security blanket. And you think, dude, there's other wide receivers. Like, the defense is keying on him, but it doesn't matter. He beats double coverage. Stafford, even when he forces it to him, Cooper Cup never drops anything. The only time you target him and it doesn't work out is when Stafford throws the ball over his head. When you look at it, only, what, first game, three, 10 targets, seven receptions, 11 targets, nine receptions, 12 targets, nine receptions. You look at all these, there's only, like, two or three of a difference. The dude catches everything. He is the key. He is the legend. He's powered this entire team. He powered my fantasy team to almost a championship. And Cooper Cup is going to be the reason that the Rams win in L.A. And send your little Cardinals home packing after another great season where they started hot and then ended in December and January. Not so hot. The classic Cliff Kingsbury. Rams are going to win because of the one true legend. I know you were talking about King Kingsbury or whatever. No, the real king of this game is Cooper cup okay sean we got it cooper <laughs> is good and kyla is short and the rams <laughs> gonna lose that game okay it's it's still it's still a team game i mean cooper Cup is a good player we all know that a we good player we talked about that a lot this season um but he uh, he can't carry the whole team so but he has <laughs> 
Yeah, he has. At least the he, offense. Uh, he scared the offense. Yeah. Let's, because they let's can't run, that. which makes me nervous, but I'm not going to admit that. Let's give that to him. Um, uh, and yeah, but doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, let's get your Just, final score prediction. My final score prediction. I honestly hope it's a high-scoring game. Um, just for the excitement level, um, mm-hmm. sitting there on Monday night. Um, it's what a Monday night playoff game deserves. Um, I'm going, man, I'm going 32-21 Cardinals. Oh, 32. Interesting. Interesting score. I like it. So they're going to, obviously, they're going to beat the spread because you're picking the underdog. I'm going to go 28 20 four Rams. So I don't think they cover if you took the four and a half, but I'll take it four point win. It's going to be one possession. It's going to come down to the wire. I'll take my Rams 28, 24, not as high scoring as maybe some would think, but still some touchdowns. Fourth quarter opens up Rams win. All right. We wrapped it up. Obviously your biases, you're going to lean one way. I'm going to lean my way. The listeners can be the judge who gave the more convincing case. Before we get out of here, Luis, and wrap it up, let me get your picks real fast, rapid fire, all the playoff games. Just head-to-head, straight up. Who's going to win? We got Raiders-Bengals first. Who's who's the winner? Bengals. Patriots-Bills. Bills. Eagles-Bucks. Bucks. Oh, yes, they got hurts in them, boys. Uh, Niners-Cowboys. Yeah. Niners, I'm going with San Francisco. Yeah, I kind of like that pick too. And then Steelers, Chiefs. Yeah, that's got to be the Steelers. Big Ben, <laughs> Big Ben. Oh my! Imagine, imagine if you made it. I'm, I'm 100% Steelers in this playoff round uh, to the Super Bowl. Then of course the Cardinals, <laughs> but, uh, but Steelers. Hey, it would be so great for Big Ben. So I'm really believing in him. Yeah, but putting are you gonna those pick Chiefs him? down. But you don't believe he's yeah. gonna win. I, I pick I pick Steelers. Let's really? see what happens. Yeah. The fumes of Ben Roethlisberger, the the guy who can't be moved because he can't move. He's a crumbling statue, but he's going to win one more and extend this. I don't know if I would say magical run, but extend this run. All right, I like your picks. You went. But but let's be honest. Would you at the start of the season how they played at the beginning of the season? Would you have imagined they play a playoff game? No, I wouldn't. I, even so, if the way they played in the last week, I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. And they yeah, shouldn't have made the so, playoffs because the Raiders and Chargers should have tied. Or the they should have. should have won. But, well, that's a story for another day. We've already been over this. <laughs> damn, yeah. All right, but so we have to talk Bengals, about this Bills, one. Bucks, Niners with the upset, Steelers on an upset that a I feel like you don't believe. And then huge upset there. And then the Cardinals as well. So three upsets, three favorites. I'm going to go... Raiders, Bills, Bucks, Niners like you, Chiefs, and then the Rams. So we're head-to-head on a few. We'll see who ends up you're with going, a better record. You're going Raiders over Bengals, yeah? Yeah, I just feel like Cincinnati's going to Cincinnati more than the Raiders are going to Raider. <laughs> okay. That's a good point. <laughs> and there's something about this Raiders team. There's just Derek Carr hasn't made any bonehead plays. Burrow's first playoff game. I mean, Jamar Chase is going to be unstoppable, but I think the Raiders kind of play a slow enough pace to keep them off the field a little bit. Something about it just feels like the Raiders are going to get one win after what they went through last week. Yeah. All right, so it's Rams-Cardinals on Monday night. We'll see who comes out, who has the bragging rights afterwards. Luis, appreciate you joining me, man. We'll see you next time, all right? Sean, fun as always. Appreciate it.